Hey, we live! I had a thought. That's dangerous. Obviously, Matt. It's Jared, aka J Rod. Yeah, I've always been scared of the Grinch. Touched my belly button and it's just fucking wrong. Shout out to Jim Carrey. Lost my job. We're pretty lucky on the Gold Coast, I think. Welcome back. Beautiful day on the Goldie. The 10th of May. I'm joined by my fearless co host. Jared. J-Rod. How you going? Fantastic. How you doing? Pretty good. It's good. What's new? Nothing. Once again. Nothing's new. Nothing's new. You don't have... Oh, pink hair, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Pink hair. You don't have a... pink. ...beer coming out in the next couple of days? Yeah, but that's just a homebrew. Yeah, we'll still promote it. It's a, it's a beer. Yeah, but talk to us about it. What's going on? What have you made? Um, Who have you done it with? We've made a pale ale, me and my boss at work. Mm-hmm. Just a home homebrew kit that I got him for Christmas. Any tasting notes? What do you reckon it's going to be similar to for our listeners? <sighs> Don't know. Well, that's handy. It is handy. But you've used the same kind it's of hops. Same hops as so it's a mosaic hop. So it's the same as some uh, IPAs, I think. IPA is kind of like a swindler as well. Yeah. From a uh, James Squire. Yuck. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, special guest today, f- the big man from the 42 himself, Mr. Jackson Whale. How are you, mate? Good, man. Good. Thanks for having us on, boys. Yeah, no, no dramas at all. It's been a long time coming. So. It's been a minute. Yeah. Well, I actually spoke to Jacko the day before we decided to make a podcast and we had a couple of, we knocked out a couple of topics and things like that and some pointers for me. So Jacko's kind of kind of been involved since day dot so yeah it's been just when i came in to james to to see you at work out in burley yeah oh, oh yeah down so in burley down, oh yeah down, yeah down yeah, yeah. And had a had a little little chat on the beach like two blokes can yeah it's, it's cheeky little cap yeah <laughs> double shot yeah beautiful all right we're gonna load into jacko's set of six we'll start with where are you from where are you born Mate, I was actually born, uh, although 42 is what I rep, I was born in Tamworth in New South Wales. Yep. Country so, music town. Yeah, country music capital, mate. Put, mm. some, put some respect on that name. Mm. Um, yeah, to born in Tamworth. Um, grew up in Tamworth till about the age of eight, nine, and then moved to the Gold Coast and, yeah, been loving the 42 ever since. Beautiful. What made the move? Just to kind of Oh, mate, in, it, it's a, so the old girl's very optimistic. You know, she's not your everyday, like, country girl. Yep. There's... Um, I think she always wanted to sort of get out and span her wins, essentially. And my parents split up when I was only young, so um, it was sort of a good move. And, like, I remember at the time thinking, like, fuck, I don't want to move. But yeah. it turned out to be a very good option. Um, yeah. You know, me and my brother love footy, and having two of the biggest rugby league nurseries in Australia in your own backyard here is quite handy. Yep. Yep, it's not a bad place to be, right? Yeah, oh, that's what I say to people when they, when they you know, thinking about moving here. It's like, I, I don't want to move here because I'm sick of the fucking traffic. But, oh, man. But yeah. it's it's... The best place to live, and like when, I, like you know, when coming home on like planes and shit, and you can you go on over like you can see surface and that. It's like fuck, here's this is home. Yeah, man. Big Burley Hill vibes. Yeah. yeah, there's not many places where in winter you can still like we spoke about it last week with Harvey. You can still go to the beach, walk your dog. Yep, hundred percent. Not be freezing. Maybe chuck on a long sleeve just for the breeze down in Burley or somewhere. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We're pretty blessed here. Yeah, no, nah, it's a bad spot. Winter's like, a, especially, uh, the only thing shit about winter is like if you get up in the morning because it can get a bit t- like chilly, but like winter here is still a piece only of what, piss. 12 degrees. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, still, we're complaining <laughs> yeah, about 12, yeah. 11 degrees here. That's, yeah. that's a piece of piss compared to some of the other places. Yeah. yeah. So you came up when you were 
A young pup. What, yep. What school did you go straight into? Went straight into Marymount. Right. Marymount Primary. Um, went there from grade three to grade eight, term one, or six or seven weeks into grade eight. So this was that because grade eight was high school back then. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Change, change when we were in grade yeah. nine or something. Yeah, right? I feel old saying that. Yeah, that back when yeah. we were in, in school, but yeah, grade eight was 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 high school, yep. and then did six weeks there, and then I was like, "Fuck this!" Like, I want to go follow my footy dream, and then went over to Palm Beach. Loved it. Yeah. Oh, mate, best school. I got the school tattooed on my ankle, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's it means so much more than just like footy and that. You know, like obviously didn't have an old man around for a lot of my life, so it, it's um it's it's. It was sort of gave me like role models to sort of look up to and, and aspire to be like our our coaches. I remember when I, when I first got there, my coach was playing in the fucking rugby league world cup. So I was getting was that? Tim McCann. He's, yeah, he's right. coach of the yeah, 18s. Yeah, yeah. He's just won a fucking another 18s uh, national, uh, oh, sorry state final yep. with the Meninga, and he's um he's been an awesome fella for us. You know, like I remember like just seeing our coaches and they're all so accredited. Like, we, our, our teacher aides were playing, like, doing, like, NRL train trial deals. Like, you were just so amongst it. Like, you'd go to the footy and see them all there. It was yeah. sick. There's a lot of ex-students as well. That oh, mate, nearly playing. every, yeah. like, as of that Tim McCann, he's an ex-student. All yep. my coaches that I had going through PBC all went to the school. Yeah. And all won comps there. Wow. Mate, it's quite, quite insane. I've, yeah, everyone, I've, I feel like everyone I talked to that's went to that school has the exact same thing to say about yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. It's almost bro. like a cult. Yeah. Mate, it, like, it, it literally is. Like, yeah. we used to we used to, have to say when we were in school, either red or dead. Like, yeah. if you're not red, like, we don't we don't really give a fuck about you sort of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. sort of like a bit of an arrogance thing. But, like, it was just that thick in the culture. And the, the best part about it was it wasn't like a real typical footy culture of, oh, we're just going to smash parties. We're just going to be the, the kings of the school. Like, it was just like, no, like, we want to see the whole school succeed. Yeah. You know, like, I remember being in grade eight, like, and having grade 12 boys say, don't be the reason the school gets a bad name. Like, if we'll be in rat bags and that sort of stuff. And just how, like, the, the, the coaches, our coaches, that our teachers as well, would call us out for shit. I remember there was one day, Zane Harris, a, yep. a bit of a name at the moment, yep. he was being a rat bag to his, maths, uh, to his maths teacher, and she was a little chick. And then I remember going out to footy training that day, and our coach, the first thing he said was, all right, Zane, come in the middle. It was, all like, in a bit of a circle. And he's like, Zane, come in here. Um... Yeah, so everyone, Zane can, um, Zane's a real big tough guy. Everyone give him a round of applause. He can bully a little little chick teacher. Everyone give him a clap oh, and everyone yeah. gives him a bit of a clap. <laughs> and he, go, he goes, yeah, smart decision. Now you go to fucking do, a, I think it was 800 metres worth of bear crawls. So it was two oh, laps around the 400. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mate, it's just, just shit like that. Like, yeah. like they didn't care. that All they cared about is the, they don't care about the sort of footy player. They yeah. care about the person you enter the society in. Yeah. No, and that's awesome. Best part about it, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Kumabar like that? Yeah, like to an extent, I think they tried to be like that. But yeah. Kumbo had that curse that if you were, like, we had a really good squad coming through our grade twelve. Yeah, gun squad. Um, but Kumbo kind of had that curse that if you were, if you went to Kumbo in grade eight, nine, ten, and you were a good player, yeah, you got scouted somewhere else. Yeah, so yeah, a lot yeah. of people ended up going to Keeber or, or going to different like yeah, union schools up it, in Brisbane, it, it, Nigeria, and BBC, and things like that. So because it wasn't a massive, didn't have a big budget, so like we got. Like pretty average gear yeah. and stuff, but no. I feel like the the standard that the boys set in grade twelve, like in our grade twelve year, it should it should have got more it, it should have got more rewarded definitely yeah, and it kind of made it a, a bigger kind of like a tighter brotherhood for the younger guys coming down to see us succeed like that because we didn't win a game all year in grade twelve yeah we won out so you had to win one game to make the finals <laughs> and we won our last game against like Ipswich which yeah. isn't even a rugby league school it's yeah, just yeah. some high school with a team and then went through the finals undefeated until we got to 
grand final. Went down by one point. And, and that was, that's yeah. still, Andrew Voss says to this day, that's the best schoolboys yeah. final he's ever yeah, seen. Man. Yeah, and it's like, when you look at the players that played in that Kiber team that we versed and compare oh. that to our team. What is it, there's five, three origin Pretty players? Much, five. All, yeah, almost their, their whole forward pack yeah. is playing in our own now. Like, it's fucking insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. To just to, just to so think that you guys could compete with them. Absolutely. Like yeah, any school. Realistically, it, it, all it took was, like, our two leaders, being Luke and Ray Ray, yeah. to kind of stand up and be like, after we won our first finals game, they kind of stood up and they're like, there's no reason we can't do this. Yeah, 100%. And because they're kind of, like, arrogant fuckers as well. Yeah. And everyone yeah. was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, why not? There's yeah. no reason we can't do this. And I, I, I feel like Ray's the sort of bloke who, if you, if you, if he's up... Everyone's your team's up. Absolutely, he's yeah. such a leader in that yeah, sense. Yeah. So it's it's pretty hard though because if he's if he's down and yeah. not in, you know, not really feeling it, the whole fucking team also feels. Yeah. But in that 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 made he, that fucking final series, he was killing it. Yeah, exactly. that was awesome form. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that was his first year playing in the pack as well because he was a center. Yeah, yeah, and center. They, they, they just chucked the him in, in the lock. Yeah, so that was huge. Could hit. Um, what do you listen to at the moment? Favorite song. Favorite song? Oh fuck! I was actually listening to it just before. Let me get it up. So th- there's these rappers in America. Me and my brother found it on TikTok, and I was like, "Fuck, that's surely not legit." Um, it's called Who I Smoke. So basically, these two like rival rap groups in Florida having beef with each other because they keep killing off each other's crew. Yeah, right. And in this song, they name all the people they killed and how they killed them. Like saying like twelve paramedics couldn't save your life and shit like that. Name the names like Lil Nine and shit like that. Yeah. It's a it's quite a hectic beef for me and my Jesus brother. Jesus Christ. Well, I'll, I'll play a little bit because it's a really catchy. Just see if I can chuck this in here. Hopefully they don't get us on copyright and come and knock us one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's how mellow does that start off? And I'll skip it to like the. Listen to how it starts, bro. This is insane. Jesus. Yeah, so yeah, right. I, don't, I don't have any problems, guys. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah so I'm, what? You found them on TikTok. Found them on TikTok, and I heard that song, and I was like, man, that that slaps. That's I, I thought yeah. that. That's gone. Yeah, damn, that's some dark shit, though. Yeah, oh, bro, it, it's fucking insane. Like the some of the um the reply to that song is even fucking worse. They're full yeah. like laying on the graves of the people and like pouring like champagne on it and shit. Wow, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Nah, Isn't um, America so backwards? Oh, mate, that, their problems. <laughs> I don't even know where you start with their problems. Like, so backwards. Mate, I just don't get, like... You, oh, fuck, I don't know. Even, like, choosing presidency, it's like it's like the blind leading the fucking blind. Yeah, in, in the, big time. In the candidates. It's just, I think people are trying to ju- choose the lesser of two evils. Yeah, 100%. And it sucks that that's all they have to choose from. Oh, right? mate, it's like you can either choose Donald Trump, who's got his hand hovering over a red button to start yeah, a nuclear man. war, or you got fucking Joe Biden who can't string more than three sentences together at a time. God, it's isn't like, he a mess? <sighs> I don't know what you do there. Um, Favourite podcast? Favourite podcast. Or like most podcasts that kind of had the most influence on you to start your own? Um, Probably YKTR's Isaac John, like when he gets on and just yaks about different stuff. But like I I don't... Because like a few years ago, I was listening to like a lot of really like motivational, like educational sort of stuff. These days, I sort of just try and find more inspirations for 42 podcasts. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I like what you guys are doing. I like the dynamic. I, I was really, when I seen that you guys had three people coming on, like, as, as doing it with yours, I thought, fuck, I'm looking forward to this because I was always told don't get three because you need to have the discipline you need so you're not talking over each other. It can be very hard to nail. So I'll, I'll enjoy listening to your guys' podcast because you you can sometimes get three different dimensions of, of things. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's yeah. one thing that we were 
worried about yeah. going into it. Yeah, for sure, bro. Because yeah. we didn't know how it was going to go. Well, it, it, it's hard. Like, you know, I've, I've only recently got another guy doing the, the show with us and he, um, it, we've, we, what we found is it's so fucking hard to try and chime chime in yeah i don't know how you guys what your theory is with it but like it, it's you know like we're getting to the point where it's almost like he'll, he'll be wanting to say something and he's just kicking us under the table yeah. and i'm like <laughs> fuck off like, well for me it's just I, mean, I go guns blazing and jared just jumps in wherever you can afford to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> usually yeah. the only chance we get to speak is if matt asks a question and we're yeah. like, oh fuck yeah here we I, go. I, I unfortunately i love the sound of my own voice and at the moment i'm sick so i sound like a sexy hunky little man so I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, oh, well, that's what because we've known each other. Me, Jared, and Brock have known each other so long. Yeah. And we have always argued about everything. Yeah. That's see, why that, I that's thought it was going to yeah. be such a hundred percent an easy kind of like yeah, having three people on is difficult to try and everyone get your word in. But yeah, it's good because everyone has a different opinion, mm. and a lot of the stuff that we talk about off camera or off mic. I feel like is perfect for the stuff that we should be talking about oh, online yeah. because it's like heated ass yeah, that's, that's arguments about, want, about fuck all. Like yeah. we had a big argument the other day about sauce. Right? It went on for like 20 we minutes. Had what was the argument? Sauce. What was the beef? So Brock was like, he's never worked in hospitality. Yeah. So What does he do? He's a physio. Phys- oh, so right he's yeah. just graduated. Yeah. So he, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but he has a job. <laughs> He starts his job this week, but Surprise. he was keeping yeah he was keeping that a secret. Yeah, congrats, Brock, for graduating and getting a job. Stuff, you beauty. Brock. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's never worked in hospitality. Me and Jared both have, both do. He was saying how um, he hates how sauces cost. Uh, yeah. yeah, and how it's such a hassle to get yeah. extra sauce. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, our argument was, well, it has to cost because it costs us to buy it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. If we're giving, if, we, if we're giving it out for free. Then we're just wasting money. Our, our food cogs at the end of the month, we're going to be like, why are we missing eight litres of tomato sauce? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, but it's just sauce. And we went on for half an hour talking about it and it was heated. Yeah. <laughs> so well, let's see, I've only just started doing the um, the charts at work. So we had a meeting a week ago about like different spendings, spendings and that sort of stuff. And a lot of people were running down and grabbing sauce for, for guests yep. um, rather than putting it through. Yep. So it gets charged to their yep. bill. And I, th- I can't remember what it was. I think the numbers were like $780 we missed out on um, by people running down and grabbing sauce for themselves. And you don't realise. And that's what Brock was saying. He's like, it's just a little bit of sauce. That, that's in like, a fortnight too. 780 yeah. in a fortnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's and fucking I'm, insane. I'm like, yeah, but how many times does just a little bit of sauce? Like, if you give just a little bit 30 yeah. times a day. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean? It adds up quick. Like that's, yeah. that's 210 times a week. Yeah. And it's like, then when does just sauce turn into... Just a bowl of chips. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. a pork knuckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm getting yeah. a burger, I should get fries with it. Yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. if I'm getting a burger, I should get something else with it. It's like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. So it was one heated, heated. You need to make sure you get them on here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that, that's yeah. what gets hard, though, eh? Yeah. Because sometimes it's hard to push a, push a conversation to get going. Especially now because he's. Like, me and Jared both get Mondays off. Yep. Working hospitality, that's the quietest day. So yeah, you yeah, should same. get that off. Yeah, so. Um, He's Sunday, Monday, or Monday, Tuesday? I'm Saturday, Monday. Ah, right, yeah. And I'm, I'm Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So how do you, how the fuck do you get Saturdays off in hospitality? <coughs> Playing footy. Being the boss. <laughs> I, well, oh, yeah, you are yeah. So I'm like, Crafty yeah, I was bastard. like, I'll take the Saturday off because I'll play footy. Yeah. But then I'll take the quietest day off as well. Yeah, yeah. Because if I wanted to take two days off in a row, I'd have to either take Friday, Saturday or Saturday and Sunday. And realistically, that's never going to happen. Yeah, no, nah, no way. So I don't want to look like, especially coming into a new job, I didn't want to look like I was kind of, Reloading. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. no way. No um, gun. 
la 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 la. Favorite sports team. Favorite sports team. Well, I've got me dragons drink bottle sitting here on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that, the is that a, from day dot? Mate, that's a day dot. Um, I remember mum taking us into like a one of the footy shops in Tamworth. Yep. Like, there was only one and. I remember mum taking us in, and like you know, they have all the jerseys hanging up. Yeah. Mum goes, "Well, you pick a team, and, and that'll be your team." And my brother chose Para, yep. and I chose um, I like the Red V Dragons. So since the age of six, not born into it, just just like it. Is there yeah. like a standout moment? Like oh, 2010, 2010 grand final <laughs> against, uh, against my boys. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> like against yeah. the Chooks makes me, it a little bit me sweeter. And Brody always at each other's throat about that fucking grand final. Oh man, like because I, I remember that grand final like it was yesterday too. Especially um, Dragons had a lot of shocking years and they were labelled as chokers. I don't know if yep. you remember, it, but yep. labelled as chokers throughout the 2009-2010 season. So they, they don't have what it takes to win it, and when they finally got it, it was. Like, Pretty fucking sweet, yeah. yeah. Especially seeing it, because I remember seeing them at like the bottom end of the table and then getting a bit older and being able to remember the grand final was doozy. Yeah. yeah, I think the year before that as well, the Roosters were wooden spooners. Yeah, they were, they yeah. were. Yeah, they were, and then, and then they, back and they got Todd Carney. Yeah, Todd who got Carney Dally got Dally M. M. that yep. year. Yeah, what a year, man. Mate, that, that, if they had a won that, that probably would have gone down as one of the best turnarounds absolutely. in history. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but they didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is one we ask everyone. Yeah. And it's been up and down. Yeah. Weird, not weird. Uh, your biggest phobia. Biggest phobia. Fuck. I got a few. I got a few. I'm trying to think of a, of a good one. I got, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, for example, mine's belly buttons. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that podcast yeah. and I was, yeah, you've. Yeah, and super weird. Wigged me out, man. Yeah, yeah. Harvey's last week was horses. Horses phobia. I've never got such a. I've never had a phobia. I oh fuck! It. I'm trying to figure out if it, if it's worth it saying is it a. Is well, it, that's a, like a it, it can be as as generic as possible. Like Harvey's was horses. Yeah, Jack's yeah. is tags. Yeah, like, like shirt tags yeah. and stuff. Uh, I'd probably say like my biggest phobia. So it's just like just like a fear of something, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I don't know. I, I think about it a lot. I, I I'm really like one of the, my day to day battles is is thinking: Am I going in the right direction with life? Like within. Yeah. I, like I, th- I think I'm sort of. I guess my phobia could be you know fear of failure. I guess. Yeah. Um, uncertainty. Yeah, uncertainty because like you know you hear people say stick to the process, everything will turn out what it's meant to be will, will be, and it's like. Like, how, how can you be so sure? Exactly. You know, like, yeah. I think myself, imagine if I invest so much into, like, you know, 42, and it fucking, it turns out peanuts, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But, so you got to just trust the process. So, pho- phobia, probably overthinking and, and fear of failure, yeah, I'll link them into, yeah. into one. Like an existential crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you don't know, stick to the process, but you don't know if... If that's the, the right, right process. process. Yeah, exactly. Process. And the thing is, with, with so many, this, look, it's so, you've probably guys seen it a little bit now, but it's so competitive with, with the industry that we're in. It's, you know, like to build up, you know, a bit of a cult following is, is going to be quite difficult because there's so many good options out there. Yeah, man. So, yeah, Definitely. fear of failure. Um, and then we've got, to cap it off, all-time favourite movie. All-time favourite movie. Fuck, there's a few, A. Eh? Couple of classics. Oh, a couple man. of classics. I don't think about. we've answered this question. Yeah, what's what's your favorite movie? Um, 
I can't go past. It's more of a series. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. I said movie, dickhead. Yeah, I know, but I can't go past <laughs> the Harry Potter movies, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Prisoner of Azkaban, number three. Yeah. That's my... Yeah, no. Nah, I'm not a big fan of the Harry Potters. Yeah. Too fucking long. I... See, I had never watched Harry Potter until I was... It was like 19. During quarantine, wasn't it? No, no, no before that. Until before I was that? 19. Yeah, see, Maybe. I watched them all when I was 17. I watched them all within the space of three days. Yeah, it was right. just not it. See, I... So, I feel like I was almost cheated out of growing up with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not that good. Yeah, I know, but, like, I feel like when we were... Because when we were younger, it was all the hype. Yeah. And we never 100. we never got into it. So the we didn't say. appreciate it. Yeah. So we, when we were younger and living in Newcastle, we came up here and Movie World was decked out. All Harry Potter stuff, mm-hmm, all these, like, little mm-hmm. exhibits and that. And we just brushed past them because we were never interested. Yeah. So I'm like, if I got it... Because then... When I got into it later, I was like, dude, that's dope. If I was into it when I was a kid, I feel like I could have appreciated it a lot more. Yeah, 100. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Harry Potter's uh, reliable, I guess. I, um, there's a movie called Fury. Fury? Fury. Is, the, is that about war? Yeah. Yeah. About the tank. Yeah. I think I've, seen, I think I I've could, seen a little bit of it. I, seen I could watch that every day and not get bored of it. You like your, your oh, war movies? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's a, yeah it can be a vibe. Brad Pitt, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Brad Pitt. Yeah. Snack it's, too. Yeah, it's yeah, like dude, my... Favorite genre of movie ever. Oh, true. Like, I enjoy watch it. war movies all day. Fucking hell. Yeah. Vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I feel like at the time it was pro- like I feel like when I watched Super Bad, a movies never hit me as, as oh, hard man. as that oh, did. That so yeah, big time. I'm gonna I'm gonna say all time. Like if you have got to put a movie on for me, I'll say Super Bad. Yeah. yeah. That mm-hmm. I was gonna say that would probably be the f- like my all time like comedy. Yeah. That, oh, dude. Gun. I feel like the first time i saw where the millers oh actually, i was yeah, i was like caught off way. i was caught off guard i didn't yeah. think it was gonna be as funny as it was no so i remember that movie feeling just like the funniest movie i've ever seen in my life yeah at the time yeah yeah no nah, I, I agree yeah like it's weird though because like at the time like you forget how good a movie actually is because yeah, you yeah. overwatch it yeah yeah. yeah yeah but yeah i feel like super bad like when i first watched that i remember watching it with a few mates at a birthday i think it was like mate's 15th or 14th birthday party yeah. it was yeah. the funniest fucking thing I've oh ever man seen and it's life. just it's like the most quotable Oh, hundred percent. Classic. We used to yeah. we used to call like kids in our grade McLovins. Yeah. If they yeah, were yeah. if they were like a bit you know, not all there. All right. Well, that's a little wrap up of your set of six. Um, yeah. So we'll just kind of launch into your reasoning behind and motivation behind starting a podcast. What kind of what was what kind of ticked you over? Like you, we would have been juggling with it for a little bit. Should yeah. I? Should I not? What yeah. was kind of the? Um. Well, believe it or not, I had a podcast before this, before 42 Podcast. Yeah, right. I, I did it with, so I was playing, it's a pretty funny story. Well, not a funny story, it's an odd story, but like I was playing touch with a dude um, and he said, oh, I had a podcast a couple of years ago, I've still got all the equipment, we should, we should start it because we used to always have mad chats on the way to touch. And we were thinking, yep. oh yeah, radio, sounds good. So we did a couple of episodes and um, I, I got onto the Instagram, made an Instagram for it and I, oh, sorry, I took over the Instagram for him and, and pumped it and got all the boys following, like, you know, what our mates what was, like. What was that called? It was called Shed Press. Right. Don't, don't ask about the name, but yeah, um, yeah, like, you know, what our mates are like with getting on board yeah, with that yeah, sort of yeah, shit. Yeah, like they time. share the shit out of it, like, comment, all that sort of crap. And it got a bit of a following, like a couple hundred followers in the first few days and I was super keen to keep going. This is in the heat of COVID, by the way. So yep. lockdown restrictions and all that sort of shit. And, um, yeah, he's just, he, he got to one day where he's like, oh, I just want to do it by myself. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to do it with someone else. I want it to be my thing. And 
remember the time thinking, oh, fuck. So yeah, after yeah, I right. pump it with yeah. followers, do a few episodes with you and get a couple of listeners on it, you, you piss it off. And So I was a bit filthy at him and I'd asked a few of the boys if they wanted to start a podcast. So I asked Corey Walker, which Jesus. is one of our mates, if you yeah. want to do a podcast. <laughs> um, asked, I th- actually, I think it was just Corey because I think Corey had the best availability to go do yep. one. And then it just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I was getting JobKeeper at the time. Yep. Wasn't, was barely leaving the house because of COVID, obviously. Yep. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's, let's just, just go and start it yourself. And I was thinking at the time, like obviously all, all the lockdown rules. So you couldn't get any decent guests on. Yep. Um, this, fuck, it's dog JC and Will. But like my first few guests, like they weren't in NRL systems. Oh, they were, but they yep. weren't in like a bubble. Yep. So I thought, oh, I'll go get the mic. And I got the mic. And then I gave Will Evans a call and said, mate, you're one of the one of the best schoolboy products to come out of Palm Beach Crumb and like, yep. do you want to come on the podcast? And he said, yeah. So he came on, did his one. Then I think it was Jaden Campbell and the ball sort of started got rolling, got rolling from there. Yep. And I think it was only once I did Matt Geyer um, that I realised that, fuck, like, because he spoke to us after and he's like, man, if you want to get a few higher guests, just let me know. Like, you know, I got a, there's a few guys on the Gold Coast these days and, um, yeah, just really want to try and, um, really want to try and get like higher guests on and, it was, it was pretty difficult, though, because everyone was still in bubbles and that sort of crap. Yeah, so it was hard time. to sort of juggle it. And um, there was no real massive motivation at the start to go and, and to be like, we're going to turn this into something like, great. Yep. Like, there was n- never that. It was sort of, I don't know what you call it. It was just more like a hobby. Yeah. Yep. And I just enjoyed doing something it. Something to pass time because yeah, you're yeah. just sitting around doing nothing. Mate, fucking know, there was doozy. And then, like, a few things came by. And then, like, like bigger guests were starting to say, yeah, for sure I'll jump on. I'm really thinking, fuck, this is grass. Like when Brimo jumped on, like yep. that was hectic. Like that got so many, I got so many followers from that. Like, and like new listeners of people that didn't already know about it. And the pages kept growing, the numbers kept growing. And then it sort of comes, you know, you get you like the taste of it. It's like, you, yeah. you want more and you want more. And you're like, oh, yeah. well, you're 500 followers now. Let's get a thousand, let's get a thousand yeah. listens. Like let's, you know, and so just sort of stem from there. And, at, and then I sort of got to a point and you guys will probably get into it soon. I'd imagine is, we realise that shit. We need to be doing more than podcasting if we want to go far. Yeah. We need to pull out a camera. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be going. See, the biggest thing for me at the moment is I just want to get more of a lifestyle vlog on the Gold Coast. Yeah. And the thing is with the Gold Coast is that there's so much fucking shit to film and so many good locations to film at. Yeah. And there's not not very competitive. There's not a whole lot of vloggers on the Gold Coast or well known ones anyway. So, yeah, just played around with that, and now I'm sort of just doing a thing where. I've got a co-host with me. My brother's jumping in a little bit as well. I've got an editor that does all the content creating and that. So just at the moment, just trying to f- make sure we're doing podcasting. I need to get film on the podcast. I don't know if yep. you guys are going to be getting into that. but Yeah, we've spoken, obviously, Gab. Ah, uh, Film Gab. Monkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, about doing things like that. Um, but I think that's going to come when we're a little bit more consistent, established yeah. and things like that. Yeah, we're yeah. Only at, this will be episode nine. nine. Yeah, so when we when we move forward a little bit like that, hopefully we'll have our own space. Yeah. Um, and if we can do it like that, I think it'll be a lot easier for yeah. us. But it's yeah. definitely something that we've spoken about. We haven't really made any moves mm. in that direction yet. Yeah. See, I, I just think that you just you're missing the boat, eh? If you if you don't, because yeah. like people spend it's it's to get someone to sit and listen to something for you know 45 to an hour, it can be quite hard. But if you've got it in front of them and yeah. they yeah. can see what the the mannerisms in which we're saying it yep. and that sort of stuff, it can be easier to listen to. So the studio I'm at at the moment, the dude's got some mic, uh, not mics, um, cameras mm-hmm. getting installed. Like, so you get the, the per close oh, yeah, and personal yeah. angle uh, and then you get yeah. the overall angle, yeah. which will be awesome. Um, he's, he'll have that set up uh, hopefully next week. But yeah, it's just yeah, that, that at the moment, man, just trying to keep consistent with content. Um, 
it's I'm trying to get, I want to get into something. I want to go down to Crum and Eagles and like do a sponsorship where I we put up a man of the match. Yep. So a bit of cash for man of the match yeah. or something like that or box of beers. I, I haven't, we haven't quite figured it out yet, but we really want to get down and do that. Um, I really just want to have 42 as a bit more known as like a bit more of a local like people's person sort yeah. of thing where yeah. like you said, you know that they're going to be around sort of thing. So just yeah, it's putting out consistent content. Um, yeah, and just content that we enjoyed making. Like we we put out a pub vlog just recently trying to find the best pub on the Gold Coast, and that was so fucking fun to film. Like we do, we get the same order, so we get a chicken parmy at each pub. Yeah, that was down at Doggett Parrot. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Doggett Parrot. Put fifty in the pokes, fifty on the punt, yep. and just try and win back what you paid for your lunch. Yep. And mate, we got up a bit on the pokies and then got up on the punt. It was just well, it's just it's just stuff that you're gonna do anyway. So you may yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. 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 And it got it did, got a lot more views. And likes, or got a few shit comments, but got a few more views and likes um, than the previous few videos had, which was really good to see. And I think once we can sort of pr- find a way to promote it a little bit more, because I know I want, we, we've been talks to, to do something cool like this with AJ Brimson, like do like a day in the life with him where we just go around and do a few things with him, like down the yep. beach or whatever. But yeah, just, just at the moment, just trying to keep that consistent content flowing. Yeah, cool. You touched on before that you've now got a co-host come on how did that come about did he reach out to you or did um you? it's funny so he's mates with me brother well I, i'm he's, he's my age he went to uh, marymount and um i played footy with him at crumb and i've known him since i was like grade four or five and he um he called me when he was on the pierce with my brother and he's yeah, like right. oh let us on, like this in the early days and he's like oh let us on the podcast you know i'm really really keen like whatever you need and all that sort of shit and at the time i was had a bit of arrogance about us and i was like nah man like i'm gonna do this myself like I'll figure this shit out all, all Well, you kind of got you kind of got the cold shoulder from another cult yeah. co-host yeah. early on anyway. So yeah, so like it was sort of like, I want it all to be me. Like, when I make it, I want it to all be me. But I'm slowly realising you need, like, it's like the old saying, if you want to go far, you know, go with the team. If you want to go fast, go alone. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I was like, you know, just trying to get him on and, well, and it was, so he was trying to come on and I was just like pushing him away. And then it, it came to the point where I was like, when I'm, when I'm talking to bigger guests, because, man, I shit myself before some of the guests I get on, eh? Like, get real, like, like just like like before you're about to play a game of footy. Yeah, like, just like that. Like jitters. Well, like, yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're keen to go play. It's not, you're not, you're scared. You're keen to go play, but you just, like, the the anxiety of anticipation, yeah, you know? Yeah, of course. And, um, and, I, and I remember thinking to myself, imagine if I could have someone sit next to me and they could ask questions and I could prepare my next one. Exactly. And yeah. then spill it out easier. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was just like, yeah, I should just do, I should, you know, look to getting someone. Who would I get on? And I thought, well, he's already showed that he's keen. Yeah. And the thing is, I could have got a lot of different, of like a lot of the boys probably would have been keen to jump on. Yeah. But how hard they're going to work, you know, around like, you know, coming up with ideas, being their flexibility with being able to meet with me, yep. you know, throughout the week and that sort of shit. Didn't really, I don't think a lot of them would have all those ticks in the boxes. But BK, yeah, he's been awesome, man. He's, he works hard. He's, he's a good kid. He's... He, um, he he enjoys doing it. He enjoys yep. the company of being with you know people and that sort of stuff. He's always sending me ideas and yeah, he's been a really good mold. Makes it easy too. for you, right? Oh mate, fucking oath. So is he he has the same kind of availability as you, mate. He's got a similar similar availability. Like if he does, have, he's at a job right now where he works for his old boy. Yep. And um, so if he doesn't do like if he needs to get the morning off, he can say yeah, I need the morning off. Because what do you have a, a recording day or do you just kind of don't have a recording day? We like so the studio. So basically, what I do is. If I'm getting a guest on, I'll can see what, when they're available. Yep. I'll then shoot a message to the guy who I run the studio with, yep. and then I'll go to BK. So just because the worst comes to worst, I can just go back and just do it, just me and the yep. guests. But BK's always um yeah he's always available these days. So haven't come to that crossroad yet. 
Probably a good thing to bring up with him, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking about guests and things like that, who's kind of been your your biggest, not not biggest name, but guest that you were like you felt like you got the most out of, or like you kind of changed your whole perspective on who they were. Um, I'd like to say Matty Guyer. Did but he did he win your because you did a podcast? Of yeah, the he year. Won it. He yeah, won he won it. Yeah, he won it. Yeah, so. so he got my podcast of the year. Yeah, and. He, his, is, his was, it's hard because I've seen him speak at so many different things, like on the Melbourne Storm Facebook page and, you know, just different clips where he has seen him speaking in front of people. But, like, when you speak to him, like, he genuinely, he's genuinely trying to inform you. Like, yeah. some people will give you, like, some guests you get on, I won't name names, but, like, some of them can sit there and sort of just give you the most generic answers. Like, yeah, it was an all right season. Yeah, yeah right. credit to the boys, credit to the coach, like, just that sort of shit and... It gets pretty hard trying to get answers out of some of them. Yep. I think some of them think they're a lot bigger than what they are. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, like Matty Guy was just, he genuinely wants to let you know. Brimo was another doozy. Brimo just sat there and was just frothing. He was just like, man, he, he's, he's one of the, the best blokes I think I've ever met. Like, yeah. not even just including the podcast like I've yeah, ever yeah. met. Like, he's just so willing to help out with anything. Like, like I, I wasn't ever really that close with Brimo. Uh, like I'd sort of met him a few times Like when we were out And that sort of stuff But like when I gave him a message To come on He was like Yeah man what time Keen as Like yeah, yeah sweet awesome. as I'll meet you this time Yep done Easy like so quick Whereas You know I think some of the boys are You know tr- tr- Struggle to try and find the time To get in with you And you know But he was so willing to help out And any time I messaged him About anything He's just like Yeah yeah for sure bro Like I'll get onto it And yeah, sweet. like he's just a really good fella But I think I think Matty Guy Probably gave me The best an- Like the, the most informative answers Yep in terms of best dancers, fucking Freya Saunders takes the cake for that. She's a Which chick who has, she has OnlyFans. Uh, and yeah, oh, right. man, she didn't hold back. Yeah. <laughs> it was doozy. Was that, did you get kind of weird? Because how early was she? She on? was pretty early. I, I remember, her, I can't remember if she was in the first 10 right. episodes, but she came on and it added it. Like, it was so weird because I, you obviously you can see the numbers of your podcast. And it was like, it was like 350, 400, 350. And then it was like eight hundred listens, and it was like, yeah, fuck, right. where Jesus. did that, where did that yeah. come from? Did you get a weird reach? Of it was weird. Well, see, like, yeah, hundred percent. Like yeah. I, that was when I started expanding out to like the UK and the states and shit. Like, all my brothers in Iraq, shout out, to them. <laughs> shout out to them. Um, yeah, that, like, that, yeah, that, it was really weird. Like seeing the numbers popping up in those countries because obviously, OnlyFans is a worldwide website so she promotes to a lot of her followers so she, when she put on her story I think people were just like clicking on it because yeah, she yeah. got the swipe up link so she put the swipe up in there and like people were just smashing it did you get what was the feedback kind of like after because you had pretty heavily mm, it was, league it was, before it was that. I think there was a bit of a it was a bit of an acquired taste yeah, but right. I think a lot of people enjoy like obviously like Blake's like fucking Cheldo were just like oh like fuck this like go get a real job sort of yeah, thing yeah, but, right, yeah. but like you know I think a lot of people got a lot out of it. Not but everyone can dig holes all day, Sheldon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not everyone's happy laying mulch twelve hours a day for twenty bucks an hour, yeah. Sheldon. Nah, it's um, yeah, that, like it was just. I think a lot of the boys. Um, I know a lot of the boys got something out of it, and what I found was a lot of the boys, like girlfriends and that sort of stuff, were listening to it as well, and it just added a whole like you sort of just, you know, you, you just got to know more about OnlyFans before you voice your opinion. Like it's all well, good. Like if your opinion is. Against OnlyFans, that that's that's sweet. Yeah. If if, if your opinion is for it, that's also sweet. But just listen listen to her side of it and then make your decision. Like because it kind of the whole kind of process and website came out of nowhere. Yeah, 100%. really. Right. Yeah. Like when when COVID came. Well, do you know what it was originally designed for? 
it was originally designed for like personal trainers and shit like that. Yeah, I remember Kick telling me like people were posting like they're going through like their maternity. Thing yeah, so that yeah. people knew what it was like to like yeah. people that were becoming a mother knew what it was like to 100%. go through pregnancies and things like that. See, so it, it was just it was just like another website. It was, it was like when you get those footy links when after you've played yeah, uh, yeah. of the game, you go click on this website. It yeah. was it was like that except you pay a subscription and usually it's naked chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. vibey, vibey. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of COVID, how was like so that's kind of what started the whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, podcasting how did it hit you i think it hit everyone mate it, it hit me ways. it's it's quite it's, i look back at throughout the covid period and has been a big learning curve for me for yeah. myself personally i um i was I, I don't think I, I think i was in a bit of a spot that i didn't really know i was in and you know i'm happy to talk about it now like i, I was going through like a thing where i was just looking to get on the pierce at any opportunity i could like, if, like, it was getting to the point where it was, like, three times a week, four times a week, and that's fucked up to be getting yeah. on the piston that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, you know, being on the Gold Coast, you, you then fall into, like, the, the party drugs and that sort of shit that you can get yourself stuck into. And, you know, I was sort of in a bit of a hole where, you know, it was, it was nearly, like, it was a lot of drink-ups that I'd be at. And, you know, most of the time I was, you know, be trying to get a hold of some, you know, MD or something like that, just something, you know, that's just not doing any, any good mm, for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember my mental health took a big dive. Um... Put on a bit of weight. I was like 114 kilos. I'm like 97 now, 98. Yeah. But looking uh, good, man. Cheers, brother. Like Appreciate really that, man. good, yeah. My guy. Because you've you've taken a big X on the drink this year, right? Mate, not not drinking this whole year. So for me, like I just because when over December, like it was a big. I did the AJ Brimson jersey giveaway, yep. which was awesome. Um, feedback like through the going and giving it to just a follower of the page that who just a young fellow yeah young fellow went, went goes to Palm Beach which was even better yeah, yeah. I was like oh man I went there as well and mate dropping off the jersey to him and just seeing how you know stoked he was was just awesome and and I, that happened and I thought to myself I'm gonna, I want to do this shit forever yeah and then yeah. um I got a message from a chick from seven years saying like oh we'd love to come to a piece on the podcast and I was like, fuck yeah, like, th- this is sick. And I remember doing that because I had Tommy Dearden and Will and Ryan Garner come on as well to do the piece. And, man, it was it was something else, eh? Like, it was just like, fuck, like, this is like this yeah, is happening this is for it. me yeah. now. Like, yeah. I, I, I can really go with it, like, if I really want to. Like, this is what we, we did this in six months. What can we do in a year? What can we yeah. do in five years? Like, it was a bit of a, like, fuck, I can really take a hold of this. But one of the biggest things with me is that I'd plan a podcast for the Tuesday, for example, I'd get on the piss Friday night, Saturday night, be coming down like a motherfucker on the Sunday, yeah. and then on the Monday, and then on the Tuesday, I'm still not really there. I'm I'm still a little bit down, not even really wanting to do the podcast. Yeah, but I can't be doing this. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I need to address the the issue, and the issue for me was getting on the piss and just going that little bit too far. I think I think you know alcohol. It's, it's like a fire. You know, you can use it to cook your dinner. Or it can burn your fucking house down. Like it's yeah. it's it's one of those things. It's, yeah, it's either you don't find too many people that sit in that little middle bit. That people either use it as a social drink or people just take it too far. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was just someone who could, well, I wouldn't take it too far all the time. But like just throughout that COVID period, it's really very easy with the, yeah, the mates we have as well. Oh, 100 percent. Because it's such a like a like a bonding. Like let's keep going. Yeah, hundred percent. Like. like it, don't get me wrong, like the mates we have are the salt of the earth. They're, they're the best blokes Big ever. Yeah. I can't wrap them enough, but just how, like, a drink up could just turn into a day two. Or, like, it was just, and when, you know, when you're working in hospitality, Friday and Saturday night to your main nights. Yeah. So I'm essentially missing work Friday, Saturday night yeah. to go get on the piss. So instead of it being just a, like a $200 spend night, I'm missing out on work money. So it's essentially like a $400 miss. Yeah. yeah. So it just, it was a financial strain. It was a mental strain. I just thought, you know what? 
just for now, like we're not going to give it up forever, but just for now, this next year, I need to get some shit right and I need to get a lot of things in order and I'm not going to do that on the piss, so we'll chalk the piss, fuck that off. Um, I'm undecided on if I'm going to get back on it yep. in the new year. I feel like I, I would because I've been to a lot of events, like the 21st and that sort of stuff where it's been hard to fit in. Yeah. And I think alcohol, that's where alcohol does have a place. Yeah. You know, a couple of drinks takes the edge off that initial conversation and meeting people and that sort of shit, which you need to be doing. Takes yeah. that kind of anxiety. Yeah, away. 100%. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and I think that's where it does have a place. But, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. I might even I might go one more year after this year. I'm not too sure yet. But if I can get this podcast, you know, and the media page going to where yeah, I yeah. need to get it to, like before this, season, this year, this season... <laughs> this year, <laughs> this year's over. Then, then I'll probably sit down and say, you know what, you've you've earned yourself a drink. But if it's yeah. still not where I want it to be, I'll probably go another year. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. It's a yeah. It's definitely a. It's a big. I feel like it's a big sacrifice, but it's not really. Yeah. Nah, you know no. No way. Like it's a. No it's way. a big sacrifice in terms of like, you feel like you're standing out like a sore thumb if you're not drinking. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Hundred percent. Especially so at this age. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone. Like you go out, everyone has a drink. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. Like it, just or even trying to initiate conversations is is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Or after like after a win, playing footy. Yeah, yeah. First thing they do, bring the esky in. Yeah, oh, see, I see. I I couldn't I couldn't play footy if this year. Yeah, without, without like without drinking, like yeah. that'd just be just be shit. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Like just imagine like having a good win and you you worked your ass off all week to get it and then you're sitting there everyone's singing the song with a beer in the hand. And you're just like, mm, yeah, man, it's a, it's a hard thing to toss up. No, fuck, yeah. I, I got to get on it. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, I was listening to uh, Jay Top's old man on the podcast. Oh, yep, yep. Because he hasn't had a drink in a, in a minute, eh? A couple, like 10 years or something. No, like Longer. 26 years, bro. Yeah, man. He got yeah, long time. Too, and he's Jesus like 49 Yeah, yeah. So that was, um, yeah. Dude, though, both of those guys, is, it's Gavin, right? Gav, yeah. Gavin, Jay, both of their podcasts were super interesting. Dude, I Like, I really dude. enjoyed both their podcasts. I think I messaged you straight away after I heard Jay's, yeah, Jay's second one. Mate, he's... And I was like, really, really interesting, dude. Like, the thing is, he just, like... Jay was... Jay's such a cool story, so... I don't know if you've listened to the podcast, bro, but, like, Jay was a kid I went to school with, and he was a all right footy player, but, like, he was a straighty 180, so didn't drink, didn't smoke, didn't experiment with any drugs. Yeah. This was just, just clean as a whistle. Didn't like the idea of partying. Short little blonde kid with a bowl cut. Yeah, with a bowl oh, yeah. cut. Yeah. Like he, he was a churchy, like loved yeah. loved his church, loved preaching to everyone about God. He got God. Uh, I love girls who love God. I tattooed on him and shit like that. Like he's, he was a real like just one dimension kid. And he went overseas for a year, did like nearly every drug possible like, in the space of a week. Yeah. And his whole concept of everything just changed. And he was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't believe in, like, I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's, I need to be quite myself here, but I, I don't know if he said it was, he walked away from God altogether, or if he's just like, you know, I'm just going on a different path now. Yeah. So he doesn't believe in, there's a higher being. Like, you think, uh, he thinks he's he a higher being. Like, he something like 40 countries yeah. or something, right? Yeah, he, he was sitting in, like, refugee camps and just mm. doing all that sort of shit, and he's just interesting as fuck, and, like, he just, like, he was taking a bit of psychedelics and that sort of stuff, and yeah. he just changed his whole perspective on life, and he came back, like, like just uh, he smokes and that sort of shit. Like just just different things that he wasn't doing. But like yeah. he's he's doing so well at the moment. It's like fuck. Like yeah. he's really flipped the script and just yeah. going outside the norm of what he could be doing. Yeah, because I I after listening to that podcast, I checked out his Instagram and it looks like he's such a kind of like 
happy kind of go lucky kind 100%, of hundred percent, bro. Like there's just nothing that could ever bother him. Mate, yeah. he's got this little office. I'll have to take you down there. I'll take both years down there. He's got a mad little office like behind Dust Temple, and he's got like eight people working for him because it's digital advertising or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like they just create the, the best content. Like he's got like his podcast studio in the office, and then like next door is like a photo shoot studio, and like he's just like it's just. A, and then there's like a cafe and bar just next to it, like where no one really goes. They sort of only people that have like food there and shit. Like, yeah, right. Just a man little spot. I'll take you down there. It's fucking gun. Where yeah. is it? It's uh, down Crumbin. Okay. So Crumbin Dust Temple. There's a little spot. Yeah. No, yeah, that was a really interesting talk, man. Mm, he, he's, yeah, like he's just... Good fella too. Good fella yeah, too. Yeah, he seems it. Yeah, yeah he seems him, like him a real genuine dude. Yeah. Always looked after me. Um, what's what's kind of next? Over the next, like, do you have... Have you kind of planned out a two, two Mate, to five year plan? Or? I don't have a two to five year plan. I think my biggest goal at the moment is, is just... Um, like in within the podcast is just just to, just to do stuff that just I enjoy doing, just making stuff that makes me happy. You know, that's yeah. my my like my life goals are sort of gone away from you know ticking off money goals and that sort of shit. Just being, I just want to be consistently happy. Yep. And I think um, and I think the podcast is, is such a good thing for me because we get in there and like time flies. You guys probably relate yeah. to that as well. Like time yeah. flies when you're in here. Like the second a camera gets brought out, everyone puts on this like little bit of a personality, yeah. and it's yeah. like fuck, you weren't acting like this. But it's just just enjoyable and i think the biggest goal going forward would just be just staying on top of it just making sure that we're always putting some good content out for people to go enjoy themselves and i um i obviously want the page to grow i want yeah. to i want to get that that following base where you know whatever we decide to go dive into we've got a base behind us that are just like yeah fuck yeah we're willing to go with you guys i don't know if you if you've seen some of the youtubers over in the states like they literally just drop a location and, and they say we're going to be here in the next 15 minutes and then there's like you know, six, just seven thousand people. It, yeah. it's, it's insane and yep. obviously America's a lot bigger but I just want to get to that sort of point where it's like whatever I do people are like yeah fuck I want to see what Jacko and you know Bryce and the whole gang are doing you, know? you go to a footy game and yeah yeah just shit like that yeah. man like we, we really really want to keep it like a rugby league based I didn't know if I wanted to do that at the start I thought yep. I wanted to keep it like sports based but mate the opportunities with rugby league podcasting is fucking th- through the roof yeah yeah that's where like we we were kind of tossing up at the beginning um about if we wanted to do a more rugby league based one or kind of just have like kind of all sports and then just people as yeah. well like we had an original logo with a goalpost in it yeah, yeah and we yeah. took that out because we didn't want to kind of brand ourselves as a yeah, rugby league sure. podcast because we have a couple of people that are going to come on um that are completely different yeah yeah 100%. like we've got um like uh, military personnel and oh, uh, fuck yeah, like um, TikTokers and things like that that, yeah. that we've kind of spoken to about lining up. So and I didn't want, yeah, we didn't want to kind of brand ourselves as a rugby league um, podcast. And then when we have other people on, it kind of yeah. nosedives because they're like, this isn't yeah. what we thought it was going to be. Well, kind of thing, I'll, so. I'll give you, I'll give you a tip, and and this to anyone listening as well, I'll give you a tip. Whoever the fuck you want to get on your podcast, right? If they're on the Gold Coast. Don't don't procrastinate about just DM them. Just yeah, well, that's the biggest thing. I think our thing at the moment is we we're trying to kind of set our own feet first. Yeah, because there's a lot of times like last week we had Harvey on. Remember, you know. Harvey, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that all kind of happened in 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like we didn't have any plan. We we're just kind of like, all right, let's do it. Let's see who we can get in. So we need a. I think it's going to be easier now that we have our set days off. Yeah. Um that we can kind of schedule for Shit the future for it, yeah. and kind yeah. of be like, all right, we've got this guy coming in on the 22nd. We've got this guy coming in on the 12th. Yeah. So we've got to have an ongoing thing. It would be a lot easier to promote and that as well because yeah, we want to be sure. able to put out like, hey, we've got X coming in 
in two weeks. Like, send us some questions in if you want us to kind of fire them away at someone. Yeah, yeah. Nah, but dude, honestly, like, you know, some of the people I've gotten on, like, I've, I've, I never thought they'd respond back to us. Yeah, yeah. You know, their following's way too big for mine. I thought, but, like, you just got to keep DM because a lot of people will just read your messages and won't reply. And that, yep. that, that, that's going to happen. Yeah. But you'll you'll be very surprised on some of the replies you'll get. Yeah, and like, yeah, oh, of I, I can't push you enough to, like, if you want someone on, just fucking DM. Yeah. yeah. I, I do this thing where, like, I... I I don't know if you guys read the book The Secret or seen the doco The Secret. Okay. Oh, it's, it's about the law of attraction, and it's about. I've heard you speak about it. How, how your everyday life is is shaping what your what your future is. So if you're hanging out with like fucking dickheads and shit like that, you're going to turn out to be a dickhead. So yep. what I've started doing is just like just picturing myself. So when I'm driving to work, right, I'll it's probably going to sound a bit crazy, but I'll practice doing podcasts with people that I want to get on in the like when I'm just driving to work. Yep. And, you know, people laugh at that sort of stuff. But I practiced doing a podcast with Brimo and got him on. Yep. You know, yep. I, pra- I, I practiced doing a podcast um, with Xavier Coates and he's coming on. Yep. Like, like just, it, it's, you know, so when I do get in the studio with him, it's like, fuck, like, I'll, like it, it's just a nice yeah. little visionary thing where yeah, you yeah, can yeah. just do it with yourself. And it's everything you do in your life, you know, whatever you want. Like, you just yeah. got to make sure you're surrounding yourself with similar things to that because that's how, that's how this, this universe works. It sends, your brain sends out wavelengths. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, manifestation. I, th- I think, like, we've got into it a fair bit yeah. lately just to kind of try and lighten the, the mental Mate, health it, load. It, it, I, I can't explain how much it's worked. Like, since getting off the piss, the amount of shit that's, like, falling onto my lap is fucking ridiculous. Like, I, a lot of people go, oh, that's really sick. And it's like, I want to take credit for it, but it's almost like I can't because it's like, shit, I, I didn't push for it at all. Like, it just, it just sort of came to us. It was sort of just there. Yeah. And, it, yeah, it's insane. Like, like even, like, like, you know, Jordan Carhu coming on. Like, I never oh. thought he'd come on. Like, I've watched his vlogs for a minute now. Like yeah. He's, he's, I started watching him, like, 2016. Yeah, he's been him, doing heaps of stuff. Him and his missus, you know, yeah. like, and I just sent him a message and he got back to us so quickly. Yeah, sweet as, man, when he, when, what time were you looking at doing and that sort of shit? And he came in straight away, did it, like, gave us a cracker of a podcast. Yeah. And even with work, you know, I just got promoted at work. Like, I didn't think, like, just, just trying to surround myself in the right environment. And I think, you know, getting off the piss has fucking helped. Yeah. Old Topgolf, eh? Because you've been there since day dot, haven't you? Yeah, been there a minute. Yeah, well. Seen the highs and lows of the place. Yeah. <laughs> Top Golf's favourite son. Yeah, well. Is that, um, is hospitality, kind of like besides the podcast, is hospitality the route you wanted to go or is it just kind of like that kind of uh, easy industry that you get into after high school? Yeah, it's, well, because when I first graduated, I went down to um, Sydney. Yeah, I went right. down there to go, pl- so obviously, I, when I was up here, the, uh, the plan was I was going to go, I was looking at, at, at playing footy somewhere around like Brisbane or, you know, you know, you know, there's heaps of east, north, yeah, yeah, south. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and I was thinking to myself, if I don't make Tweed or Burley, I'm going to go up into Brisbane. And pretty much every team that I went to go trial for had already had their trials or had already picked their squads prior yeah. to it and that sort of shit. So I was like, fuck, like, there's no option for me to play footy here. So I was like, oh, I might just play around. And we had a friend coaching um, some A-grade down in Central Coast. And he, they offered us some work and to live with him and, and to fucking play footy there. And I remember going down and thinking, oh, he's a sweet ass. Like, he's a great fella. And, um, yeah, his side had just won the comp the year before, so you can imagine how red where, hot that was. Where are. was that? Yeah. What? Central Coast, um, fucking Terrigal. Right. Living down t- actually, I was living down the entrance, but I was, I was going to go down and play for Terrigal. But he, um, yeah, he, it was just, like, I remember just thinking, fuck, like, this is, I was missing home so much. And when you're 18 and you're seeing all the boys getting on the piss every week, it's like, oh, fuck, I'd love to be doing Who that. Who did you go down with? Went out by myself. Oh, right. By myself, yeah. Right. yeah. Mum, mum shipped me off in a plane. Thanks, mum. And, <laughs> and um, yeah, I got down there and really enjoyed the work, but just the footy was just fucking insane, man. Like, like big, bo- like, that, like A grade down in Sydney, I don't know what it is, but there's, it's different to up here. Yeah. You know, like I, I've played A grade up here and it's, 
it's tough, but it's like down there, it's like, you know, you can tell these players are on big money and are competing yeah, right. for lifestyles, you know what I mean? So, Well, there's so many more NRL clubs down there. That yeah, exactly. That like does so many feeders. Yeah, 100%. The, than their there's, like, there's like six grades yeah. you know, in some yeah. areas. Like yeah. some of the some of the shields I hear of, I'm thinking, myself, where the fuck did that come yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I went down there and, and did landscaping down there and I was like, fuck, this is just not it, eh? I don't know what, it, like, what I'm going to be doing, but uh, this is not, I need to get home. So I came back home and... You dabbled in that a little bit up here as well, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, I did a little bit of... So I, when I first came up here, I was doing some work on the Commonwealth Games, yep. um, so 2018, and I was just doing some work on that, just playing footy, getting on the beers, just standard 18-year-old. And then um, then Top Golf sort of came up, did um, started there. <laughs> that was in June, so we opened the venue in June, and then by December I'd been put to casual. Yep. Don't know if that was probably just a rubbish worker, but... <laughs> um, yeah, then got put to casual there, and and the hours really dropped off in the new year because they didn't. I don't think they really because obviously being a new venue, it was hard to market and yep. get people in and understand how many people you need on and that sort of shit. And it was a fucking nightmare. And I remember just thinking, I need to, I need to start something. So I, thought I should just start a landscaping business. So I had like a little bit saved, and I was like, fuck, just go all in with it, and whatever happens, happens. And mate, I'd started the landscaping business, and it was, it was, you know, it was tough. It was, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was a good idea, but like, I don't know if I'd go back in it purely because it wasn't my passion. Yep. And, I, and I understand now that if you're going to do something, you need to be passionate about it. Because yeah, otherwise, absolutely. the motivation will wear off. Yep. Like a hundred percent, it will. But if you're still passionate about it, you'll find something. Yep. You'll fi always find something to turn up for it. Um, and because you'd go through like weeks where you'd make some good money, so it was landscaping and. And then, but then you'd go through a week where you'd spend Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday quoting, and when it's just you working, when you're driving around quoting, yeah. it's like, fuck, I'm wasting valuable time. Yeah. I could be doing other jobs and that sort of shit. So, you know, you have your one week where you make, you know, like clear nearly two grand, and then you have your next week where you're struggling to put six hundred dollars together. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then you got to account, you got to fill up all your equipment, and then yeah. like your funding yeah, all this yeah, as well. Yeah, so, yeah. it got a bit hard, and I was trying to play. I was playing down at Tweed at the time, and in the Colts down there in the twenties trying to get a start there. So you can imagine what doing pre-season three days a week and working five days, sometimes six days, six days a yeah. week, trying to put it in and just trying to make it really. And it was just, it was so draining. And then came around mid midway through that year where a few things sort of happened where I, I wasn't getting picked in the side and I wasn't, I wasn't playing the footy that I knew I was capable of. Were you then coming back and playing for Southport? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that was when we played together. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was coming back to Southport and, it was oh sorry no 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 that was the year after so I was coming back and playing for Crum and Eagles so yeah. a new club yeah. and um, I wasn't performing well under Crum and I was under Matty Geyer yeah. so I I felt like I wasn't giving them the the respect that the jersey deserved and I remember just like, turning up and trying to do my best and there was a couple of games where I played good and that sort of stuff and but just couldn't string it together and then I remember it was around the time Zay died yeah and I think at the time I was probably I probably wasn't as mentally strong as what I could have been and. That coming round sort of just rattled us a lot, and I remember that hit a lot of people, man. Oh man, look, we'll like, because I remember I so I, I got given two tweed jerseys for the whole season, right? So imagine doing a whole preseason to get be given two jerseys throughout the year. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty fucking tough on you. Yeah. And my first jersey I played all right. It was a few weeks ago, like prior to Zay dying, and then Zay dies on the Saturday, and I've got to play on the Sunday. And a lot of the boys are trying to get flights back to New Zealand and that sort yeah. of shit. And here I am thinking, fuck, I've just been given this jersey. Like, 
I, I need a, I, I got to play. And I remember yeah. Boomer, Callum Boomer saying to us, like, he, he'd, he'd want you to play. Yeah, he'd, yeah he'd, absolutely. He'd, he'd, yeah. he'd say, don't fucking worry about coming back to see me. Like, you, you, you've got something to do here. You yeah. know, you got you to go put in some work. And I remember just playing that game. And I remember after the minute silence, I remember just bawling my eyes with Kian. And I just thought, yeah. fuck. Like, I just, I could not think of anything. I could think of a thousand different things before playing rugby league that yeah. I'd like, I'd rather play, yeah. do today. Yeah. I do, do not want to, I do not want to be here. I could not be fucked with it. It's, it's just a, it's just a pain. Like right now, mm. I couldn't think of anything worse than going on the field. Yeah. And then went onto the field and just had so much raw emotion where I was just like, you know, I just want to put a shot on someone. Just, yeah. just, just like angry, just like yeah. angry, yeah. but like also trying to like do him proud and that sort of shit. And, you know, Boomer scored a mad try and like looked up to the sky. It was just a real like, vibey moment and I remember I tried, rushed up out of line tried to put a hit on and just dummy shoulder that AC uh, straight up and who, who'd you play with uh, South and this is before Tanner Boyd had just signed with fucking Titans yeah and he just kicked the fucking shit out of us bro yeah. like his kicking game was insane I remember him just like running into hooker and just like pushing Blake Scott out of the way and just throwing 40 20 yeah. like that were nothing yeah. man it was it was insane and I sort of got told oh just put kick pressure on him and Man, he just you just couldn't just get hold of him. He was, man, he was a freak coming up. Oh, done. Still, like still is, but like coming up, he was. He he was he was so, so far freak. ahead of like the nearest halves to him. Oh, it wasn't man. even funny. Such a freak. You know, it's good to see him. he played pretty good on the weekend though. Yeah, yeah got so. a meaty. Yeah, got a meaty. He's, he's coming on the podcast this week, I think. So hopefully, get him on, and get him to chat about that. Yeah. But he's he's killing it, man. He's young young it. bay boy. Fuck the yeah. um. Panthers just seem unstoppable at the moment. Hey? Yeah. Oh, uh, you're it's mate, just it's it, they just they just get it. They just yeah. get it. They get like sometimes you can see a team like Melbourne Storm when they're winning. It looks like yeah they're winning, but I can imagine their their culture side of obviously with cheese and that they'd be pretty yeah, good yeah. now. But like yeah. sometimes they sort of look like they'd have no fun off the field. Yeah, they'd yeah. All go back they're to rocking families. up for a job, yeah. not for the love. Yeah, of that yeah. Kind of thing. See, whereas Panthers like they rock up the train. They got the fucking JBL speaker going. Like they're yeah. doing. They're just making each other laugh yeah. and shit. Like. That's what they were saying on Fox League last last night. They're like, "This is a team you can look at, and if they if Panthers went broke tomorrow, all those boys would still yeah run yeah." The yeah. I watched that yeah. as well. Yeah. Matty Johns hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Eh? Like they they're fucking something else. Yeah, just just uh, the cool that's part a, about that's it. That's all it takes. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's like, like our, our our grade twelve Kumba team. Well, nothing's like I mean Panthers are a fucking special team. Yeah, but our yeah our grade twelve team was nothing sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we just had a, a fuckload yeah. of. But you just enjoyed each other's company, exactly. and you were willing to work for each other. See, that's the thing. Like Brian Toll, Stephen Crichton, Jerome Lewis all grew up together. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then you chime Nathan Cleary and that Jerome Lewis. They've been playing together with since the sixteens. Yeah, like yeah. you just got combinations on combinations, and they're all killing it, and they all they all hype each other up. Yeah. Talk about a junior system, man. Oh, dude, they've done well. Well, mate, you want, you want to know something even better? The New South Wales Cup side couldn't have any NRL players in it um, for the Panthers on right. the weekend because of the COVID oh, breach yeah, right. in, yeah, in yeah. Sydney. Yeah. And so they had to field, I think it was nine Jersey flag players to, to, to make their side. Yeah. Couldn't have one training session. Yeah. They won 48 nil. That that's your reserve grade side fielded with flag players. With yeah. If that doesn't is, say is strength, flag, yeah, flags eighteens. I, right? uh, I think flag no flags twenty ones. Oh, is it? Yeah. What's eighteens? Eighteens is SG ball. SG ball. Right. Yeah, but they, they they got so much depth for that club. Fucking insane. Yeah, man. The, it's um, a big. It's it's like that Penrith kind of region's quite broad as well. Like that's where our old man grew up. Oh, Down true. There, yeah, went yeah, through yeah. the Penrith system, but he was playing half. And his, the guy that he was partnered with 
was Brad Fittler. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like that's gone. One of you guys are gonna make it. Yeah, it just yeah. so happened to be Brad Fittler. <laughs> so well, like, mate, you're not you're not too ashamed of yourself if you're yeah. missing out because Freddie's making so it. Like, was, he loves think, his little claim to yeah. fame at the Panthers. So, so he was, I think the six, seven, nine was Dad, Brad Fittler, and Greg Alexander. Oh, so fuck. it's like. Holy dooly. Yeah. yeah there's, there's <laughs> only, that's a, that's a yeah, spine. Yeah. If there's, Brandy, if there's Freddy, be a, um, oh boy. If there's going to be someone's going to make it, it's probably not going to be you, mate. <laughs> just <laughs> like that. For yeah. That's what's hard, though, is that some players like are good, but they just come up through such a intense crop of development yeah, players. Exactly. And just can't yeah, I feel like the, the guys that we came up with, it's just like so many boys that we came up and played against and played with that are now in the NRL. Yeah, like, see, I don't know if you ever got told it, but... We got we constantly got drilled growing up that the chances of you knowing a rugby league player yep. is is you probably might know one between everyone you've played with. Yep. I I want to go because I'm I'm speaking at Kebra Park in term three I think. Yep. I want I think I'm talking to the footy boys. I want to reiterate, don't let any fucking coach ever tell you that. Yep. We grew up on like we both grew up at the same age group, so yep. we were versed in similar boys. I reckon we could probably field a side that could compete in the. I was, was going to say yeah. I I can name a seventeen. Easy. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, like Dane Laurie playing PBC yep. Bs with us. Yep. You know, Dane Laurie, there's one. You've got Connolly Lamulu up at the Cows. Yep. Um, he, he started at West, didn't he? Tigers? Yeah, yeah, started at yep. West. Yeah, you got Tanner Boyd, Tom Dearden, Payne Haas, Mikey Fudawaka. Yeah. David Fafita. Tom McKayley. Tom McKayley. Like, like the list, Kai O'Donnell. Yep. Like, the list just get, goes on and yep. on. I mean, yep. And that's just off people off the top of my head. So I remember I wasn't in the footy program at but I was in the footy class. Yeah, yeah, I put, yeah. Got put in that class. And I remember the teacher who was their coach telling them there's like a 1% yeah. chance yeah, 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 yeah. of you guys, like yeah. anyone in this school making it into yeah. the NRL. 100%. Yeah. And I, I, I cannot believe that's still getting drilled in. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, and especially, all, like, and then to top it off, like you put all the boys that are playing Q Cup now, it's yeah. like... Yeah. Fuck! As if yeah. you're telling kids that. Why would you tell? Why would you tell kids that the, the chance of them making it is like one percent? Because I remember the feeling of being told that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It just disheartens you because you think to myself, oh, like, "Am I the one that's gonna? I'm not better yeah. than some of these." Yeah, because then you're sitting there and you're like, "Fuck!" And then there's all these guys that are making Queensland and like you're only making South Coast yeah. or whatever. It's like, damn. Well, Even I'm definitely not gonna make it. Yeah, so what's yeah, the point? Yeah, hundred percent. One hundred percent. Even yeah. when the twenties comp was around. When they yeah, played the NYC. NYC yeah. comp. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you'd see so many of of like people from school playing. In yeah, hundred percent, and, it and was, it's, it's just the next step. Like I, I just I just don't get why like why development officers are so intrigued on telling kids that there's a chance they're not going to make it. Yeah, why the fuck would you tell a kid that? Yeah. But then you've got it on the other hand as well that you get the kids that are that are told you're going to make it, you're going to make it. So they do fuck all at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they put true. everything into it, and then. Now they're still laying bricks or doing their yeah. apprenticeship. Yeah, well that, you, that, that's you, do, you still see that now. That's the other side, but I think you get to that age where you realise that hey, hey, it is an opportunity. I can make it if I yeah, if, yeah. if I really put in for it. But I've also got to do something in the meantime for it. Yep. I think that's a maturity thing, and I think tell, when you're talking to a group of fourteen year olds, you don't need to be telling them that there's only one percent of no, kids are going to make absolutely. it. Yeah. You need to be telling them, you guys, the, the opportunities are here. You're on the Gold Coast, mate. This is the fucking yeah. biggest rugby league sanctuary, or one of the biggest rugby league sanctuaries in Australia. Like yeah. if you put through all the national finals that school t- schoolboy teams have won, Keeper and Palm Beach outweigh any other school, any yeah. other district yeah. in in Australia, hands yep. down. 
And, mate, if you want to make make the most of it, you go make the most of it. They've got yeah. state-of-the-art facilities there. Like, PBC's just got a new gym. The yeah. field, the field's just been upgraded. They're getting lights put onto the field so you can play yeah. there. Like, yeah. it's the cream of the crop. And, like, you get looked after. Like, when you go to those schools, they put you, they, they get your subjects around that. Like, I did Cert 3 and Cert 4 in Grade 12. So, my Monday at PBC would look like I'd have, we'd have early gym. So, you come an hour and a half before school. Early gym, then onto a field work. So, you go do your field stuff, some drills and whatnot. Then I'd have Cert 4 in fitness or Cert 3 in fitness. You'd go into the gym and you'd just do a gym sesh because it was most of the boys from the footy team. You'd just do another gym sesh, yeah. smash that out. You go to break, you come off break, you go canoeing in, in, the, in the creek behind yeah, the school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you wheel the canoes out and you go for a canoe, go for a bit of a swim, you relax and that sort of stuff. You have another break and then you go do woodwork. That was my that was my Monday for the whole great forest. <laughs> and it's just like, that is the most ideal way to fucking live. Yeah, you're, getting, yeah. you're working out, you're around the boys, you're socialising, you're doing something you love in footy, yeah. then you're on into Cert 4, you're learning stuff about fitness. Yeah, talk about, talk about like team culture and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Like you're going to get your most out of your players if they're happy. Yeah, 100%. And, and when we're all doing that throughout our day, mate, we're going to, like Monday, I, I fucking love Mondays. It's yeah, cool. yeah. best thing ever. And there was Coomer Bar where the whole field was just full of kangaroo shit. Oh, mate, don't even get me started. I, I played I played one game throughout my whole schooling at Coomer Bar. Is that like that weird Broadwater trial where you just rock up and it's No, I didn't think, I didn't, oh, actually, I don't know if it was Broadwater. I think it was just... We came to versus in a trial before the season. Yeah, right. Um, and we, I remember literally playing in the game and getting off the line and seeing the ref like come out of nowhere. And I thought, what's he doing? And a kangaroo was running across yeah, the dude. fucking field. <laughs> yeah, it was fucked. I remember, like, I, 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 like, and especially like warming up. I remember our coach walking over trying to shoe them off, and they start arcing back up. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like, oh shit, because it's, it's all it's all woodlands like yeah. right behind it. So they just jump the fence and come in and yeah. Well, your coach goes with they just put a fence up. To um, keep him out, and I said, "Are you sure you put it up to keep him out or keep him in?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, it, it was, was fucked because then they'd have, like, they'd give birth on our field, and then they'd <laughs> be all like, get their backups when we're trying Animal to come down and do fitness. Oh man, <laughs> it was ridiculous. That's insane. Um, well, that's probably got us done. Just quickly, yeah, today, um, I think five years ago today, marks your Charmelon incident on Facebook. Have you seen that? What is it? So, yeah. Sorry. So, we're playing a board game at home. Yeah. Right. It's very well known around. And I was reading a question, which is, I'd never seen the word chameleon written before. <laughs> Fuck. I'd never had to read it. <laughs> You're a bag of tricks, Maddie. Right. So, there was a question, and it was, what is special about a chameleon? Right. Yeah, fair question. So I've seen this fucking word. It's yeah. an abomination of letters. And I've gone, what's special about a Shyamalan? Right? Yeah. Because I've only ever... A Shyamalan right. radio. I've okay. only I'm ever... With you now. I'm with you now. Um, read the... Oh, heard the word. So I proceed to look like a fucking idiot for three minutes here. Fuck, here we go. Because it's all confident. As I, you know, <laughs> and because they don't know what I'm saying, I get frustrated and look like even more of a fucking oh, numbskull. I oh, think yeah. the best part of it was though when Mum posted it, all the boys got involved. Oh, actually, I have seen this. Dude, it's a <laughs> What's so special about the Chamelon? A Chamelon. <laughs> Dude, it was. What's doing with sixteen-year-old Maddie Robinson? <laughs> it wasn't until I saw the answer. Tell me you don't have friends without actually oh, telling me bro. you don't have friends. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Chamalon. 
Um, I think the Fuck best them. part is every <laughs> year, Mum will share it, and then all the boys will start. Yeah, sharing that, it. like that's Callum and everyone. Facebook those five year. Dude, it's been shared around so many times by like it Callum and stuff. Such a punch. Yeah, it mate. wasn't until I read, like, I looked at the answer and I was like, it changes color. I'm like, what kind of fucking melon changes color? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, I don't know what it was, but around that 2015, 2016 age, I, I swear there was a lot of shit happening on Facebook and like Instagram. And uh, oh, fuck. I, 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 I got done pretty bad on fucking Insta where it was getting pumped around through all the boys. But I, I, um, I don't know if you remember it. Do you remember the Frank Paul? New Asala thing. Did you ever hear about that? No, I don't think so. Oh fuck! You have to bring it up now. Oh, not a stitch up. No, no, no. It's it's it's. Oh fuck! It's it's pretty common knowledge. If it happened in today's game, I'd be, I'd probably be doing some jail time. I think I'd be banned from something. But we were watching. I was at Zane Harris's house, yep. and we we're watching the Raiders play the Titans, and Frank Paul New Asala fucked Zane's older brother's multi. Right. Right. So oh, he doesn't have, he doesn't have Instagram. He sort of missed the boat on that Instagram, right. you know. Right. He goes, "Give us your phone. I want to write a message to this bloke." And he's he's write up this absolute message, just degrading this bloke, like stripping his soul from him, and just fucking just letting him have it. Right. And it went something along the lines of Frank Paul knew a shit, yeah. shit count or something yeah, like right. that. Yeah. And it just went fucking ridiculous, and it was a really terrible message. And my profile picture at the time was me and. I think it was Tane High James. Right. And he was wearing Coomabar and PBC uniform. And they called, Canberra Raiders called Coomabar. Dude, oh I no. remember this. I do remember yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said that, I remember that. Because did you hear about Tane, like Coomabar getting called by the Raiders? Yeah. Well, we used to be signed with the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. That was the link. So they've, they've called you guys. Yeah. And then that it's gone from there and it's gone, oh, fuck, it's not one, it's, we don't know that that boy's from Palm Beach yeah. who wrote it. Right. And they've forwarded it over to PBC. And my deputy principal is the biggest Canberra Raiders fan ever. So he was <sighs> frothing at the fact he's on the phone to the Raiders. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, yeah, basically, I remember getting pulled out of class and, and our fucking, our, our, by our deputy, he goes, Jack, it's coming here for a sec. Walk into his office and he's got A4 pieces of paper lined up of my Instagram, um, uh, the message, like, and I was just like, fuck, I'm fucked here. And the worst part about it was I didn't even fucking write the thing. Yeah. I'd never send a message like yeah. that to someone, never. Yeah. And um, Especially not Frank Paul the Wrecking Ball. Frank Paul the Wrecking <laughs> yeah. Ball. Mate, fuck the, probably me. The, the most intimidating bloke in the <laughs> yeah. NRL. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be the equivalent of to doing it to fucking, I don't know, Junior game. Paulo. Yeah, Junior <laughs> Paulo. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I remember sitting in there just like, fuck, I'm, I'm in a bit of strife here. Yeah. Like, and he's like, yeah, so what's going to happen is you're going to apologise to him. I don't think that's fair. Apologies, sweet. You're going to have a phone call, apology with him. <laughs> fuck sakes, here we oh, go. Man. So I've had to write up a letter, do up a letter. Then I just speak to him on the phone and I was just like, hey, Frank, it's, um, Jackson, I sent you the message on Instagram. Just want to say sorry. I didn't mean any of it. Wasn't thinking because I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, it's my mate's brother. Yeah, just yeah, sound, yeah, just yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah, a fucking. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it was me. Like, fuck. I'm not going to get all, blow this out of proportion. And I got on the phone to Zane's older brother and he was cracking up. Yeah. And Zane's dad used to coach through like para and that sort of stuff and the yeah. Warriors. And yeah. He, um, I was telling him about it and he said, oh, so I got a bit of publicity. And, he go, and then I said, yeah, I had to call him and apologize to him. And he goes, are you fucking serious? You had to call probably. The biggest front rower in the competition. As how old are we? Sixteen. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Fuck. Um, and say I'm sorry. He goes, you are 15 years of age, and you had to call up the test front rower for New Zealand, a guy that goes out there and literally 
rips heads off. Yeah, rips heads <laughs> off. <laughs> you had to call him and apologise. And he goes, the game's changed, man. Yeah. The game's changed. In like, hindsight, that is some soft shit. Yeah. Well, see, like, I, I, I think that the message was pretty... Like, it was a fucked up message. Yeah. But I think to myself... I'm not trying to defend what, what was done or anything. Yeah. But, like, I think to myself that if you're getting paid... X amount, and which th- they're getting, they get paid fucking well. Yeah, they yeah. get paid fucking well, and especially at the time he was getting paid fucking well as well. Instagram is not y- something you have to have. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to get messages, no matter how you play, mm. people are always going to be DMing you. If you can't handle a message from a 15 year old kid, yeah, who probably doesn't even know what the fuck he's saying, yeah, if you can't handle that, I really question your spot in the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do. Well, I'm not trying to defend this, yeah. it in any way, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, myself, yeah. If you get if you get that sort of message, I think it's it's it shows a lot on the person who sent it to you and that sort of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. mate, when you're getting something like that and you think you know what, I'm gonna go to the club and we're gonna find this little yeah, boy we're, and yeah, we're, we're gonna give him a ring and he's school. gonna apologize to me. Yeah. It's like especially me saying, "Hey Frank, I remember the phone call. Hey Frank, um, Jackson here. Um, I'm really sorry about the message I sent you. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Um, it literally, I felt like I remember the time thinking this is fucked up, and I thought, no, you just sound crazy. But now as a 21 year old, I think myself, no, that. That is fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, a bit of fucking toughness about yeah, you, mate. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's like if, if he was walking off the field and a fan yelled at him, you wouldn't be like, security, get that man. Yeah, I know. Bring him down here. I know. Apologise to him. Yeah. It, it, was, it was probably, it was a big wake-up call because our coach, he, he was, I've had him on the podcast just recently and we spoke about it. Yeah. And he was, um, yeah, he was super, he was really, like, so stern with it at the time. Like, I remember shitting myself in the, because I had period four as footy on Thursday. Yeah. And I remember having period one nervous because I knew that he knew about it. Two, shitting myself. Because he was the Q Cup coach for Tweed at the time. Yeah. So he had a lot of NRL players in and out of his team and blokes that were mutual mates with him and shit. I remember the period four comes around and he hadn't spoken to me yet and he'd come out with the footies and I mean, I'm just going to go ask him. I can't deal with this fucking yeah, anxiety yeah, right yeah. now. Like, I need to ask him. And yeah. I was like, oh, did you want to um, speak to me? And he's looked at me and he just gave us a, what are you doing? What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. And I remember thinking... That cut me so deep, and he's like, "He's a big guy, and you've pissed him off, eh? Like, yeah. he, like he could really do some damage to you, like if he fucking saw you. Like, you need to be careful with what you're doing and that sort of stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, I agreed. Like, I understand it was a shit thing to do." And and worst part about it, it's not even fucking yeah, me who's, who's yeah, wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I saw it and that sort of stuff. But like at that age, I just think you sort of think you're not going to get through to him. I don't yeah. Know when you think like as a as an NRL player, you see some 15 year old kid, you'd be like, he's just like pumped up on testosterone at some sleepover. Yeah. Everyone's got fucking. You know, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Big uh, attitude yeah. about it. Yeah, as I don't if know. You'd if reach if out, like, oh, yeah. mate, it was it was. I remember at the time thinking this is. Oh, I would have sacked my dax. Absolutely. No, oh, I, I I was so scared because I was remember watching like NRL 360 and shit like that and thinking, fuck, please don't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or, yeah. or the Matty John show thing, please don't bring yeah, it up. Yeah. Don't bring <laughs> it what if they brought up the voice recording and said, Hi, Mr. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was, you have no idea, like, sitting there and just saying, Hey, Frank, I want to say sorry for hurting your feelings. What did he say? All good, bro. Is that it? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. He's probably just like, I'm going to show this little fucker. Yeah, and, th- and then I find out when I graduate that our deputy got um, four tickets to the, their corporate box with, oh, the, with, the, with their members. Yeah, beautiful. That's why I said, yeah, I know why you were fucking yeah, all over yeah, the case, yeah. you dog. Yeah. Yeah. Stick up for your students, fuck yeah. yeah. All right, then. How are we looking, Jared, on, on time? Gucci. Hour 14. Beautiful. Fuck. Yeah, it's it not an hour 14. gets away from you. Yep. It does. Because uh, I'm normally sitting in front of that. So I'm normally monitoring, right, that's 10 minutes, that's yeah, 20 yeah. minutes, yeah. that's 30 minutes. That's what our it. thing is. I usually do that too, but then we just keep talking about more subjects. Ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. yeah, just let it go away. Eh? When we started, we're like, because we've kind of got the, the 
train of thought where it's like I don't care how many people listen <laughs> so yeah. just let it go yeah 100% if, if we just drive, like drool shit for 45 minutes who cares um, yeah no it's gone before we wrap it up should we talk about can't boom a shoulder charge or not <laughs> yeah go on <laughs> talk about it I don't, I don't give <laughs> yeah good shot booms you got you got an inexperienced Jacko. Yeah. Nah, it's a good, full credit to Booms. He's he's good good shot on him. Bit of carry on, but wasn't there? Mate, they're, they're, do you know what the funniest part about it is? I never heard the carry on from Boomer. Didn't never. You? Was not, it not, back? It, it was everyone but Boomer. Yeah. It right. was it was fucking Ez, Ray, Tane. Yeah, like it was all yeah, those yeah, yeah, boys. Yeah. It was never from Boomer. Boomer was always yeah. really humble about it. Were you playing that game? Yeah, I was in the scrum. I remember looking up and not knowing what happened. I was like, "Those that don't know." I got a, got a. I'd never taken a run off a of scrum. That was my first ever run off a of scrum. Because you'd and usually last. be in it. I'm normally in it, but yeah, then yeah. I got told to come off the field. Oh and, yeah, and then one run and come off. Yeah, and oh. and then I get to Jacko come off. So I'm starting to run towards, and he goes, "Actually, no, have a run off the scrum, then come off." And I'm yeah. going, "Right, sweet, done." And I'll, I'll just run it that little center. <laughs> that skinny no, well, little I, fucker. I didn't even look up at the time because I remember I looked up and it was Jacob Fairbank. Yeah, I remember thinking I'll I'll get it, Jacob Fairbank, because he's fucking built like an A four piece of paper. Yep. and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll run at him. And and then Huck has got the ball, and I don't know if it was if it was just slow service or I was just super flat. But yeah. I remember at the time, just well, it was right on the goal, like your own goal line. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. the second I got it, I got hit. I was like, fuck, because that year, I got I had well, I nearly had to give the fucking game away because I was fucking getting so many head knocks. So I had that one, and then fast forward two weeks later. Milwaukee, fucking for the way he plays the Titans yeah. now and Queensland. Yeah. He fucking that was the funny thing about that. It was everyone had credibility with Milwaukee. Once I used to get paid out for getting hit by Milwaukee and Boomer, but the second Milwaukee made it, it was like, yeah, oh yeah. fuck, what am I the first guy to get hit yeah, by an yeah. NRL player? Yeah, yeah. Of and um, yeah, Milwaukee's one put me in hospital, and that that really rattled me. Was that for? Because he did he play club? He didn't play club footy, no. So he was just Kibra. Yeah. yeah, so he um that was when we versed Kibra. And I mean, I mean, when you get the ball and you look up and you see Payne Haas, Milwarki, Brock Hamill, like where the fuck are you running? Yeah, you know, you're well, fucked. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah, fucked yeah. either way. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah, at least go out looking good. Should have just ran at Payne. Yeah. So <laughs> took him at least he's not like. I feel like Payne's going to be more technique than trying to fucking put a hole in you. Yeah, well, see, Milwaukee at the time he wasn't as lean as what he is now. Like yeah. he was a bit, he had a bit more chub on him. And I remember he just he just ran out and just monstered because he was like dude over stands over the top of me at the time. He and, yeah. used to kill people. He busted my nose. Oh, at, did he? At, um, trials. Broadwater for, trials. Uh, uh, South Coast trials. Ah, uh, yeah. Busted my nose right open because he he super random. He was running a inside ball off a half like yeah. around the ruck. Yeah, yeah. For some fucking reason, a prop. Yeah. And I was a marker, and I just dove out. And it's laid my, out. my nose went straight Smash. into his hip bone and oh. just fucking exploded. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, that was me done. Yeah. <laughs> the it, the, the just, scouts just went. <laughs> yeah. Line through that yeah, one. Robo line through that one. Yeah. So. No, nah, he's just, that, that. that's what I mean. Like, that's what I try and talk about with our fucking, that era of footy we came through. Yeah, man. Fucking yeah. insane, bro. Just, yeah. just like, like that Kibra game, you were genuinely, you had a bit of fear in your, in your heart. Oh, dude. I, every time we walked out playing Kibra, I was like, Mm. Well, just because like it was like even their wingers were like six foot two, six yeah. foot three. It was like yeah. fuck. Wh- where did you actually like, run? Yeah, it's in high school. Keeper were men. They they were especially our age group because yeah. like if you put back that original like grade nine, grade ten side, like they had like Dre in the halves. Yeah, yeah. Like that like, Iggy was a fucking Iggy, just mate. Iggy played fullback against yeah. us. Iggy like, was a menace. Fucking hell! Like uh, those th- and the games we did go close to them. Our coach, like our coaches, all used to always say, "We're so proud of you guys because you, you shouldn't, you don't have a reason to compete yeah, with them. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you really don't. You're the kids that chose to come to this school. You're all just juniors that played around Crum and Chug and Burley, yeah. whatnot. Like, 
these guys have been recruited yeah. from every end, a few from New Zealand. Yep. Like, yeah. w- you boys are just, you know, hard work. And like, Locals, there was, yeah. Well, there was one game that one of, like, I don't want another player, but he, he, um, he came to, he played stoned for Keeper. And he, pl- and he played on the wing. Uh-huh. And the boys played juniors with him. When they saw him before the game, they knew he was stoned. So old Reese Butler's just gone, yeah. I want the ball in the first five tackles. And he's just kicked it and it's coming down with fucking snow on it. And <laughs> just he's dropped every single one. And we nearly won at that game. And everything and shit. Like, we, all, all we need it's, is a few more yeah. stoned players. And yeah, yeah. We're what in. All done. Yeah, man. All right. Well, Jacko, thanks for coming on, mate. No, nah, boys, thanks for having me. Really like what you're doing. The Find Your Front podcast. Uh, is it gonna? It, it will stay Find Your Front. You're not gonna try and rebrand it. No, nah, I think it will stay Find Your Front. Yeah, yeah we'll I, keep, I like keep it. Our, keep our kind of rugby league roots. Well, we'll um, see what you'll yeah. find though. I reckon with Find Your Front is that people always be, oh, what does Find Your Front mean? And then you can go back into rugby exactly. league. Oh, so it's a rugby league, and then it yeah. starts. I actually, a I, I actually wanted to address that. I got a message, <laughs> oh, here and we go. she then blocked me, so I couldn't screenshot it from a. For lack of a better word, feminist, like organic, it, here we go. everything's kind of offensive. <laughs> um, just losing it, saying you know that our our name is offensive because they thought "find your front" meant looking oh. for vaginas, right? Finding ah. fronts, right? <laughs> so they're like, yep. not only is it demeaning women, it's disgusting and arrogant and the fact that you're like yeah um uh promoting it is just filthy and whatever Mm. else and yeah i remember reading it and then i think i was driving or something and i went to go back out and she blocked me it's not that (laughs) (laughs) it's getting elbows knees getting a quick play the ball getting your hooker to go up the guts so for those that don't know when when you're running a a footy when you're playing rugby league and you've got the ball in your hand you want to try and find your front yeah if you end up on your back it's it's no good you just looks degrading you want elbows knees bump up quick play the ball quick play ball that's what it's all about flat fast footy easy boys all right cheers for having us next time thanks for coming on peace out